I'm Joe Reed and publisher of Audiophile, Michelle Cobb is with me. You're listening to Behind the Mic, where this week we have been focusing on the 2021 Audio Awards and talking about the major categories. And we're going to end the week by talking about Take it away. Humor, the category with comedians shining. <laughs> so we end the week on a laugh. Um, in fact, the finalists are The New One, written and read by Mike Berbiglia and J. Hope Stein. Nothing Like I Imagined, written and read by Mindy Kaling. Small Doses, written and read by Amanda Seals. Surrender White People, Our Unconditional Terms for Peace, by D.L. Hughley and Doug Moe, read by D.L. Hughley. A Very Punchable Face, a memoir, written and read by Colin Jost, and Wow, No Thank You, Essays, written and read by Samantha Irby. I, For myself, humor are the perfect audiobooks because it's really wonderful to hear a comedian's timing yes. as they're reading their work. It's just kind of perfect. So all of these are really, really good. But who got the audio? A very punchable face written and read by Colin Jost. <laughs> I'm not surprised. No. If, and this is really a book for anyone who's a fan of Saturday Night Live, where he's a writer. And he's probably most recognized for his time there on the weekend update desk. Or maybe it's for being on the arm of his significant other, Scarlett Johansson, on the red carpet. Not sure. <laughs> Or maybe it's because he really is gorgeous. That could also be that. I mean, he, yeah, it could be that. <laughs> but his face is so punchable. Have you not heard? <laughs> yeah, because it is so gorgeous. It's just a flock. Give me a flock. <laughs> <laughs> this book is not about hard times, uh, except maybe when he co-hosted the Emmys. There's plenty of escapist humor. And we do learn about his upbringing in Staten Island. If you ever watch Saturday Night Live, you know there are lots of references to Staten Island. <laughs> and he does a stint at Harvard University. He does stand-up, of course. And there's lots of behind-the-scenes stuff from this major TV series. And I bet it's the behind-the-scenes stuff is fun. It is. But I found the best moments in the book were actually where he talked about the people he cares about, in particular oh. his mother. She was chief medical officer for the New York City Fire Department for several decades, and she was involved in the 9-11 efforts. Oh, I'm sure she has stories to tell. That, that's not funny, but it was really a, a nice piece of the audiobook. And does he talk about Staten Island a lot? I always like it when comedians talk about home or when people, you know, are doing their memoirs. Like we talked about Representative Cummings earlier in the week, you know, and his place in Baltimore. I like when people are situated. Yes, definitely. And it's funny because you think about Colin just now and he's a writer and he's a comedian. And let's hear a little bit about the start of his life, because when you hear this, you think, how did he ever become what he is? Okay. This is a very punchable face, and it's written and read by Colin Jost. I wasn't able to speak until I was almost four years old. I didn't know this at the time, but apparently that's insane. Most kids start to speak by the age of one and a half or two, so speaking for the first time at the age of four is like having sex for the first time at the age of 75. You can do it, but no doctor recommends it. My parents claim they weren't too worried, but a four-year-old who doesn't speak isn't normal. It's the opening of a horror movie. They said I could understand what people were telling me, but I couldn't respond verbally. I would point or grunt, but couldn't form any actual words. 
Basically, I was a shorter, less charming Mr. Bean. My mom finally admitted, okay, we were a little worried since every other child we knew was talking in full sentences, whereas the only three sounds you ever made were ma, ba, and da. But you made good eye contact with people, and you were exceptionally good at miming. Okay, that's what I call an optimistic mother. (laughs) No wonder he writes so fondly of her. My God, give that woman a medal. (laughs) Well, she definitely deserves a medal for a a number of reasons, but uh, that's probably the hardest. That's the hardest bit of his journey, except I'll say again for the Emmys. Um, You know, he's he's and he roomed with Mayor Pete. Yeah, you know, he's really had a charmed life. It's uh he's not that old and there's there's a fair amount of interesting stuff in his short life. But what I like about him is that there is this self-mockery where if you're if you look like Colin Jones and you're married to Scarlett Johansson, you really should be you sh- you definitely should have that in your arsenal so people don't completely hate you. <laughs> well, good for Colin Jones too. <laughs> Uh, prevent people from hating him and creating a really fun audiobook. The, which won the Audio Award for Best Humor. So hooray for Colin Jost, a very punchable face. And that ends our Audi Week. And I'm sorry to see it end. It was so much fun. Me too. But heck, let's do it again next year. Okay. I was going to say maybe we could have a six-month review. <laughs> Michelle, I'll talk to you next month. Sounds great. Okay. Behind the Mic is produced by Jessica Lockhart. Robin Witten, Michelle Cobb, Emily Connolly, and Alan Minskoff are contributors. Jennifer Dow is our editor. The music is William Ross Chernoff's Nomads, four-way. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Oasis Audio, publisher of Frankenstein, a breathtaking Audi-nominated full-cast performance of the stage adaptation by A.S. Peterson. I'm your host, Joe Reed. Good listening. Good listening.